With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My very buff friend, Mojo Mutati, in the house. Mojo, let's start with, you know where we're starting. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, Mojo. <laughs> she's 4-0. and uh, I think probably uh, every NFL team out there, and it probably has something to do with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes being great, but she, <laughs> the team, the Chiefs are 4-0 and with Taylor Swift in the building, Mojo, for a third time. She is at Arrowhead as the Chiefs win 31-17 over a good, uh, and <laughs> look at Travis, absolutely unstoppable right now. They beat the uh, Chargers. But Mojo, if anybody out there does not at this point think that this relationship is real, that this is not a PR stunt, I, I mean, we have further evidence to, to the fact that this thing is just two superstars who happen to like each other because on the way out of Arrowhead last night, Mojo, there, Travis and Taylor are. Travis, I guess, walking hand in hand, holding hands, Mojo. Not the first time we've seen them showing PDA. There they are, of course, with uh, McCall Hardman, who just got uh, sent back from the New York Jets to the uh, to his old home, Kansas City. Mojo, I, I mean, I don't know. Look at that. I, I, this is real. They're, they're, I, and I'm saying they're boyfriend and girlfriend. It's not just real. They don't just like each other, but they're in a relationship with each other. I'm convinced. I'm not convinced, Babcock. I'm still on no? the other Side of the fence. <laughs> Let's look at the track record of PDA. Let okay. Me, let me break this down as a trained professional here. Okay. First date, first Chiefs game, nothing. Yeah. No interaction backstage after the game, nothing. Game two or even game three, hand holding afterward. Third date, everyone knows what goes down on the third date. Hits on the cheek if you're Taylor <laughs> Swift and, and Travis Kelsey. So all of this, millions of new fans acquired on your social media, millions of dollars in brand deals and sponsorships straight to the bank, millions of new viewers for the NFL, and we get a kiss on the cheek after the third date. The third date we know of. I'll say that as well. So Babcock. I ain't buying it, pal. All right, so you've still got some people out there who are who are non-believers, do not want to buy into this thing. Maybe we have a little more proof here, Mojo. I think a lot of people, and we've talked about this on the show once or twice before, a lot of people wondering what the relationship would be like between Brittany Mahomes, Patrick's wife, of course, childhood sweetheart. These guys have known each other forever, Brittany and Patrick, and she was the queen when it came to Chiefs fans. Well, in walks the biggest star in the world right now, and obviously everyone is talking about Taylor Swift. You wonder how they would, how they get along with one another. Well, we just saw it, Mojo. They're getting along so well that not only are they having dinner together in Manhattan together before the Jets game, they've got their own freaking handshake, Mojo. You saw it right there. 
Uh, I think they knew that the cameras would be on them. Nonetheless, uh, that was the handshake mojo. A lot of people talking about this. I don't know, Babcock. I don't know if they knew the cameras would be on them. Taylor's used to being able to fly under the radar when she attends these games. And also, check out Jackson Mahomes in the background making sure he's in well, camera sight. I'm glad, no, Mojo, I'm glad you said that. So that, that that's something that should be noted because Jackson Mahomes has not been, at least that we have seen, Never been photographed with Taylor Swift or even in her vicinity. And a lot of people thought, Mojo, that was because he has a case, a felony case out of Kansas. Remember, there was a, a bar owner, a restaurant owner who has uh, accused Jackson of and, and we have it literally on surveillance camera here. So we know what happened. It's just a matter of what the circumstances were. Now, she claims she wanted nothing to do with Jackson grabbing her and kissing her. And obviously he did it anyway. There is a felony charge, a felony case that he is dealing with right now. And the, the thought has been out there, Mojo, that Taylor's people, because they very carefully craft her image and everything that goes around her, that Jackson was essentially told, hey, you've got to steer clear of Taylor Swift. Now, he didn't post anything on social media, but obviously he is standing right behind her. And um, very, very curious, Mojo, about their interactions and whether or not she actually was or he actually was told, hey, don't post anything because there was no Instagram stories, no video, nothing, nothing on TikTok, nothing on social media, period. So very interested in that dynamic between Jackson and Taylor. Well, obviously, you knew Jackson was going to work his way into the shot regardless <laughs> of what happened. But I mean, think about it from Taylor's perspective, too. You're going to come in as an outsider and tell the starting quarterback's mm -hmm. brother or the team itself that he can't be in the shot. Good point. I don't even think even, even she's got that kind of stroke. And, you know, I think it's just something your PR team has to wave. I mean, look yeah. at the analytics and statistics behind her attendance at these games. It's way too much money for everybody. So that has to supersede the negative of having Jackson in these shots and what could come out of that. And trust yeah. me, you know her her team made that decision carefully. Yeah, and Mojo, I'm glad you talked about the, the positive impact that this has had, that Taylor has had on the Chiefs and on the NFL. Look no further than the broadcast for yesterday's game. So this was a CBS game. They had their top crew. They have Jim Nance. They have Tony Romo. They were so excited that she was in the building also excited, the Kansas City Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. Uh, I don't know if he's a Taylor Swift fan or not. doesn't look like he would like her music. I know he is a fan of the team being 4-0 with her in the building, though. Here's Tony and here's uh, Coach Andy Reid. Of course, one of the big stories here in Kansas City this season, Tony, has been Travis and Taylor side by side this season. Really? Of course, I'm talking about Jawan Taylor, the oh, right tackle. Yes, I was like, yeah, number 74. Know. There they are. What did, what did you think I was talking about? Well, you told me we were going to offensive line, <laughs> okay, probably. Okay. There. I didn't quite get fully. That that makes more sense. But you see them; they're right next to each other right now on the top of your screen. Pat um, had obviously a, a big day with over 400 yards. Um, Kelsey keeps getting better with time. Um, um, Taylor can stay around all she wants. Um, <laughs> Mojo, he ends oh, up going tw 12 catches, 179 yards, and a touchdown. Jeez. I'm still not sure what Taylor, uh, Coach Reed, was talking about. Mojo, the Washington Commanders lost again on Sunday, this time to uh, the previously one-win New York Giants, 14-7, to Mojo. And Jonathan Allen, who is 
one of their best players has absolutely had it, Mojo. I mean, look, Jonathan Allen is a two-time Pro Bowler. He is a beast on that defensive line. Uh, has three tackles yesterday, no sacks. He, he is just fed up with everything that has happened, Mojo. He, after the game yesterday, just lost it, did not hold back. And, and you can just, you can feel the frustration. Take a listen. What's the evaluation like after a loss like that? They whooped our ass, plain and simple. Got to be better. Anything they did that surprised you guys early on? No, I want to say so. I think it's just a lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. Does it get frustrating when Yes, it does. I'm tired of I'm Tired of this It's been seven years of the same Tired of this What can you do now going forward to get it turned around? Get our minds right and get ready to play Philadelphia. Mojo, I'll say this. I, look, I... No secret, I, I'm a Giants fan. I mean, they, it was 14 points, and the Giants didn't score in the second half, and the Giants actually did almost everything in their power to give that game away. So, I, I mean, it was, a cl- it was close. It was a very close game, but it, it just feels like he is absolutely fed up with this team, and, and he's had it, clearly. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, look at the final score of, of the game. I mean, as a defensive lineman, that is a tough pill to swallow, but we're talking about a veteran player, a captain of the team, someone who's been there for a long time, man. When you play for the same team that long and it's always been the same story, I mean, you reach your breaking point at some point. All that's going on in his head is I can't wait for my contract to to be up so I can get the hell out of here and go somewhere where winning is is, is part of the uh, foundation of the program. Because you can only do so much, right, Mojo? I mean, he is a a heck of a good football player. I mean, and you look at it, I mean, he's a big boy and I mean, he is a good player. No one player can win you a championship. No small handful of players can win you a championship. It's a team sport. It's a team game. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's the whole organization we're talking about, not just the players. You're talking about the coaching staff, the ownership group, uh, all of these things. And let's face it, I mean, losing franchises stay losing franchises for a long time for a very particular reason. Got a feeling from a statement like that that Jonathan probably knows uh, what those reasons are, of course, not doing himself any favors to to voice the internal uh, problems or issues with the team publicly. Yeah. But, yeah, you reach your breaking point and hate to say it, definitely not going to uh, get better with Philadelphia around the corner. No. And- Mojo, if you can't beat the Giants, you're not going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles or it's very unlikely you're going to beat the Eagles. I'll, I'll say this. If I was a Washington fan, I, I love to hear my my guy say that. If, if your team's losing, I, I don't want to hear all the, 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 the rainbow and sunshine. I, I, I like that. Let's be honest. Let's call out bad play. Let's call out the lack of focus and and let's do something to change it. I, I will say this, too. Obviously, Daniel Snyder was the owner of the team for a very long time. Now they've got a new ownership group in there. I think it it does take time to turn around a losing culture. And we'll see if Josh Harris and the legendary Magic Johnson can turn things around there in Washington. But Jonathan Allen's had enough, and that's obvious. Ready for the next great Cinderella story? When TMZ Sports returns, we'll introduce you to the latest undrafted quarterback to take the NFL by storm after a huge win on Sunday. That's next. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back, 
Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. In his first start. from the jump man you know we had adversity last week justin going down and you know right from the get y'all had my back so i couldn't appreciate y'all anymore couldn't have did that without y'all today and glad we go out there and get a good one welcome back to tmz sports mike and mojo mojo this is not just one of the coolest stories from the weekend this is one of the coolest stories to come out of the nfl in some time that guy right there tyson bajan tyson bajan who you've probably never heard of and you're not alone. Nobody else had uh, heard of this guy before yesterday because Mojo, he is not just a rookie, but he is an undrafted. Uh, he was an undrafted free agent signed by the Bears. Mojo, he's out of a college called Shepherd in West Virginia, small town in West Virginia. And when Justin Fields went down now, Tyson won the backup job despite going undrafted uh, this, uh, this offseason. He goes in there, Mojo, and he leads his Bears team. And a lot of people think they might be the worst team in the entire league. But he leads them <laughs> to a 30-12 win at home over the Raiders. Absolutely awesome, awesome moment, Mojo. He is just the fourth Division II quarterback in the last 20 years to start a game. I mean, think, 30-plus teams, now 17 games a year, 20. I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds of games, if not thousands of games. This never happens. It did yesterday, and he doesn't just start, but he actually wins. He throws for over 150 yards. So, look, he's not putting up 450. Threw a touchdown, got the win, most importantly. Awesome, awesome story. Babcock, this is absolutely the story of the weekend. Uh, this was thrilling for me to see, and yeah. uh, I I'll take a stance on your earlier statement. The Bears are the worst team in the <laughs> NFL. They're terrible, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a proud Green Bay Packers fan. That has nothing no, to do you're with right, this. Mojo. I would never let that bias my opinion <laughs> in any way. But, yeah, I mean, that's another point in itself coming in. And winning a game for the worst team in the right. NFL, that just makes this even more mind-blowing. Yeah. I'll tell you, Babcock, I can talk about this one firsthand. I, of course, everyone knows I finished my college playing career at the University of Maryland. But yep. what not a lot of people know is that I started at a small Division three school for wow. two years. First for Newport and Virginia Beach. And I loved that school. The only reason I left is because I had some players in the NFL at the time told me, if you want to make it to the NFL, you got to get out of your small school and you got to go wow. to a big school. They only pick a very, very limited handful 
of players in the country to even go to a camp. I mean, we might be talking five players in the entire division to wow. even get a tryout. Like, that is how hard it is wow. to even get looked at from a smaller school. So for this guy to come in from a Division II school as a quarterback, competing with the best quarterbacks, not only in that rookie class, but in the NFL and to win a backup position out of camp as an undrafted free agent is absolutely insane. And that's what it's about, man. That's what you do when you're in a backup position. You sit, you wait, and you prepare so that hopefully uh, when you get your chance, you're ready to go and you can go out there and do something great. Uh, if you're asking me personally, I think this is one of the most impressive things we will see throughout the entirety yeah. of this season, a Division II player starting an NFL game and winning in his first try. Uh, this is this is just so inspiring. Honestly, for any player out there that's Division yeah. Three. Division two or even uh, champion, you know, FCS for division one. We used to call it one double A. This is your role model right here. This is why you do it. Uh, yeah, I could not agree. And you can only imagine, Mojo, I'm, I'm sure there are so many people feeling inspired who, you know, the, the quarterback at Division II, Division Three. you've got to imagine that they feel, uh, you know, like there is hope. And, and we've seen Brock Purdy do it recently with the 49ers. So it can happen just because they don't have you going as, you know, the top of the draft. You don't have to be Caleb Williams to ultimately make it. Before we move on, I just wanted to mention this because it is a, a really cool, useless fact with this whole story with Tyson. His dad, I, I know who his dad is, Mojo. His dad is a famous arm wrestler. Not even just a famous arm wrestler. Like, one of the greatest arm wrestlers to ever step up to a table. His name, Travis Bajan, easily just pinning people. He is a world champion, Mojo, who has gone up against and beat some of the greatest world uh, arm wrestlers ever, and that is his dad. So, I think safe to say, despite the fact he didn't go to Alabama, it's clear. Athleticism runs in his family or at least arm strength mojo you know power couples are a zero-sum game and we've got travis and we've got taylor and because of that we had to lose one mojo and lose one we did tom brady and irena shake of course uh they were uh, seeing each other uh, Tom divorced uh, from uh, Giselle last October. We have been told, Mojo, that the relationship between uh, the two superstars has fizzled out. So um, not like anything crazy happened, but relationship just died down. They're obviously two very busy people who are in different places at different times. And uh, Mojo, not together anymore. You might remember it was in August that we saw Irina, who was having a topless photo shoot on vacation with her uh, ex, Bradley Cooper. And I'll tell you then, Mojo, that's the moment I knew that this was this relationship wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. We find out a couple of months later that it's it's kaput. No more. Yeah. The second you do topless photo shoots with uh <laughs> Another man that's usually. I wish going she'd do that be... with me, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone an ex. I mean, yeah, we're done here. This is it. <laughs> we're just going to wait for the smoke to clear from that particular incident, and then we'll just yeah. let this one fizzle out uh, a little <laughs> later. But I do actually believe that this was a relationship, <laughs> unlike some of these other. Oh celebrity relationship. So you're buying you're buying Tom and Irina, not buying Travis and Taylor. I'm buying this one because I don't know if Tom Brady has anything to gain 
by being mm-hmm. seen with Irene. I don't know too many women on the planet that uh, Tom Brady needs to do a fake relationship no. with to drum up his stuff. I mean, he's not playing anymore. There's no extra eyes on his games. Mo- Mo- Mojo, how about, how about, how about, here's the relationship I want, as if we can just pick who these uh, people date. I want Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. That's what I want. I, do I, think? I don't want that because I want Tom Brady to <laughs> have his mental health in check afterwards. And just based off of the track record of priors, like I don't know if that's a good place for our our guy, Tom. However, I would be Some very interested to see if Tom Brady could essentially become the first person to take a position of power with the Kardashians. Ooh. Usually, it's a, you know, it's. The guy comes in and just completely gets trounced by the family. He's an afterthought. I right. don't know if they're going to be able to uh, to pull that with, with Tom Brady. So that would be interesting. I'd sign off on that relationship just to see how that personal dynamic goes. But, hey, I've said this before on the show. Tom Brady was married for a long, long time. I think Tom Brady should be single here for a little bit. Get out. Enjoy it. Have some fun now that you can actually have some fun after that super long career you yeah. had. And, and yeah, don't get tied down. Don't fall back into the uh, same place you were before, man. Enjoy the freedom. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. We got a good one tomorrow, though. We, we obviously love this Tyson Bajan story. Nobody in the NFL front office coach, let's be honest, nobody knew this kid had anything But did his college coach at Shepard in West Virginia, did he know that Tyson could actually have a bunch of success on the NFL level? Mojo, good thing for us. We are going to be joined by the head coach of Shepard tomorrow. We're going to ask him that very question. We're going to find out a little bit more about this kid. And that should be pretty great, Mojo, because like we've said, best story of the weekend, hands down. Absolutely. And talking to the coach of the best player of the weekend, hands down, should make tomorrow the best show since today.